Thank you everybody for joining us today. Uh, I said, I know this is a little bit different this morning. We hope you enjoyed the worship and coming around the table. Uh, it's Mother's Day today, uh, so we want to give a special welcome to the mothers that have all gathered to, to come to the, the online service today. So it's usually on Mother's Day, we always get uh, some of the mothers to speak, uh, but I have that privilege this year. But we also, uh, on Mother's Day, give the, the mothers a box of roses as well. And obviously we can't do that this morning, but we will make this promise that on the first Sunday that we are back, uh, the first Sunday that we are back at church, uh, we'll be presenting uh, the mothers uh, with their box of roses. There's a lot of firsts here today because of the, the technology we're using. Uh, some people have said to me before that I have the perfect face for radio. Uh, so this is obviously the, you know, the first time that I've spoken in front of a camera. But I just want to express my thanks to begin with to the wonderful team that have got this set up this morning. Uh, last Tuesday we sat down and we realized that church wouldn't be happening in the normal way this Sunday. And so for the last five days, all of these wonderful people have been working hard uh, to get us ready for doing what we're doing uh, this morning and we're, we're so thankful that we live in this technological generation um, and even if we can't do physical church it's simply great to do this this morning what a week and what a time uh, that we're living in it says we're simply praying for you all we miss everybody this morning because we understand why when this is taken away from us how much we simply uh, enjoy being in each other's company how much we love to do church together how much we love to gather to worship and break bread uh, and hear the word so we miss you all and we're looking forward to the Sunday uh, that we all come back together to worship God uh, together but we've had to do church a different way uh, we've had to find different ways this week to encourage one another and care for one another without being in the physical presence uh, of each other and so we wanted to share with you just uh, uh, for a moment just some of the things that we're going to be doing in the, in this next few weeks that, that you would be able to be a part of even if you're in the house um, we're going to just be able to do some stuff uh, with church the first thing we're going to do is on Tuesday evening is we're going to have our Tuesday night prayer meeting online as well we're going to be going online at eight o'clock on Tuesday evening from eight to nine we're going to have some worship a short thought and then we're just going to give people some prayer pointers that we're going to pray in the church here uh, but that you can also pray at home as well um, the second thing we're going to be doing is I'm going to be going online from the house uh, on Thursday night at eight o'clock because we're going to be doing a Bible study uh, everything's quite new at the moment so what we're trying to do is we're looking at a thing called zoom uh, and uh, I'm not quite sure how it works but by Thursday we'll know how it works so we'll be in touch with you so we can do uh, the Bible study uh, there's a Facebook devotional page there's a Facebook prayer page uh, where it's wonderful the numbers of people who have adopted uh, some of the older ones I think all of the older ones in Living Hope and people have volunteered to to check in and look out for some of our older ones who are obviously at most risk for what is happening at the moment and people have been uh, obviously taking care of them we encourage you to keep doing that we've delivered uh, over a thousand cards around the community uh, just simply saying look that we, we can't do everything but we can do some things to help people in the community and so we've begun to do that uh, already uh, finally 
we're going to be sending out a 30-day uh, devotional for April, ready to go out to everybody in the church, something that we finished uh, last week, and we're going to be sending this out before the start of April. So there's still loads going on in church. There is always one member of staff here every day from 9 o'clock uh, to 4 o'clock every day. And so, But what we want to do this morning is we want to come into the Word because God always has something to say to us in every situation that we face. And, you know, church is empty this morning, and yet seven days ago at this exact time, uh, church was absolutely packed for a double baby dedication. And I remember the words that I spoke then uh, from Psalm 46, verse 1, that God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And you know, those words are still true today, even though I look out upon a near-empty church this morning, that God is still our refuge and he's still our strength. He's still our ever-present help in time of the trouble that we are facing at the moment. And the one truth that we have that I can share with you this morning is this, is though the circumstances and situations that we are all involved in at the moment, though they may have changed for us, he says, God simply never changes. He says he is still in control today. And God calls us to have faith today, to trust in him regardless of the circumstances that we are facing. We, we trust him today and, and we still have faith to believe. And obviously the challenges that we face as individuals and families and as a church, he says, we also see them as opportunities as well. You know, church is never about the building, but, but the people. And, you know, as we come this morning, we want to just share a, a word of encouragement that, that really ties in with, with all the mothers. Um, uh, and so this is the first time in 22 years here in this church I've ever spoken on Mother's Day. So I really had to dig deep for a sermon this morning. Uh, uh, and so each of us have got our own special memories of, of our mothers, whether they are still here with us, whether they have passed on. Uh, each of us have our own special memories. I think of my own mom in England uh, this morning and also uh, Athena, my wife, the mother of Ruth and Abigail. And I thought to myself that this morning would be good to speak on probably one of those two because both of them are Bible names. So I thought to myself, well, which daughter do I pick this morning? It's always a difficult choice to make. So I thought to myself I would share with you a thought this morning from the story of Abigail in 1 Samuel uh, 25. Uh, it was easy to pick Abigail because Ruth is much easier to win back with sweets or money. Um, so this morning we're going to look at the story of Abigail in the Bible as one of a woman overcoming the bad situation that she is placed in by having faith in God. How true is that for each and every one of us this morning when faced with what we're faced with at the moment, that, that we will overcome this situation uh, by having faith in God, by trusting God. You know, God doesn't always give us the answers that we are looking for. He doesn't always give us explanation to what is going on. But the one thing that God does, he always gives his children an assurance of his presence that he is there and we can trust that today. You know, there are times in our lives when it all just doesn't seem fair. We're praying, we're studying the word, we're coming to church, seeing revival, we're tithing, and suddenly we're thrown smack right into the middle of a trial. 
And, and we really are in the middle of a big trial at the moment. So many people's lives have been affected by what is going on at the moment. Not just the, the, the sad stories of people's health and the isolation that some people have to go into, but just the changes, even the cancellations of things that, that people have worked hard for or, or the difference in the changes in life. But I wonder, because this is happening, I wonder if it also helps us to prioritize as well or reprioritize prioritize those things that, that matter in our life. You know, how we deal with the trial is important. You know, we can't always choose what happens to us, but we can always choose the reaction to what happens. And that's the opportunity that presents itself to each and every one of us uh, today. And so I'm going to summarize the story of Abigail briefly from 1 Samuel chapter 25 and verses 1 to 44. And, and this was the point that Samuel had just died. And we, we see that David is out in the wilderness in the countryside. And he comes across the, this, this, this man called Nabal. And Nabal is married to Abigail. And Nabal, his name actually means fool. And so for all the husbands out there who wonder sometimes when your wife calls you a name, this, this guy's name actually did mean fool. Uh, and so we see here that, that David had done a job for Nabal. And he simply done this. He simply uh, looked after his sheep for him. Uh, and so Nabal had made a promise that he would pay him uh, for looking after the, the sheep. And so when it came time for David to send his men uh, to go and get collection of the food and the payment, almost like a tip we would see uh, in modern day language, uh, David sent his men down. But Nabal was a mean and surly man and he simply just sent David's uh, men uh, away. But the Bible tells us this. The Bible tells us that, that, that Abigail was both intelligent and and beautiful uh, and so that's the description that the Bible makes uh, of Abigail she's both intelligent and beautiful and I would like to say that somebody has once described me as that but they haven't you know but obviously people uh, described Abigail as that, intelligent and beautiful uh, and, and so what had happened is David had prepared himself for war. He'd prepared himself for battle to go down uh, and really sort Nabal out because he owed him uh, money. And Abigail being intelligent, being full of wisdom, she suddenly decided that she needed to prevent this. She needed to get out in front of this. There was, there was a choice that she had to make because this potentially could be a difficult situation. This potentially could result in the death of, of many of Nabal's family and, and David's soldiers and because of the attack that was coming. So Abigail decides to get out in front of it, orders the servants to pack up some food and heads out to meet David on the path. So she heads out, meets David on the path, uh, and simply comes and apologizes, in a sense, uh, for the way the husband Nabal has treated David. And she simply softens David's heart. She simply gives him an alternative to going down uh, to attack Nabal. And, and one thing that's important is that Abigail brought a ton of food with her, which we know that the way to a man's heart is always through his stomach. And so therefore, if all the soldiers were fed, they wouldn't think about attacking them. And so therefore, what happened towards the end of the story is this, is once Nabal found out what Abigail had done, it says that Nabal took ill uh, and he died. Uh, and so the end of the story tells us that Abigail comes away uh, being, uh, she comes away and she becomes David's wife. 
Uh, and so that's the end of the story there. And it, and, and it helps me to understand just a few things this morning while we're, we're gathered here this morning. And the first one is this, and it's most important, that, that God can work in any situation this morning, no matter how bad or hopeless it seems. And, and, and we, can, we can sense that at the moment when we see almost that there are so many things uh, closing down. There, there is things that are not open, that this, this coronavirus is sort of uh, transmitting itself everywhere. We can look sometimes and think, this is a hopeless situation. Uh, and I encourage you as you listen this morning, he says there are no hopeless situations with God. The God comes this morning and, and he simply reassures his children, reassures us as we are listening this morning. Whether we be live in the physical presence of church this morning or whether we be online, there's simply just no hopeless situations when it comes to God. See, the ultimate measure of a person is this, is not where they stand in moments of comfort, but where they stand in moments of challenge. And each of us will have faced our own different challenges over these recent weeks. Each of us will face challenges to come because of what is going on at the moment. And so we ask ourselves, so where do we stand in our faith at the moment? Where do we, where do we look for in our trust? And you know, I followed and on from last Sunday morning when I spoke to people and said to people, he says, listen, we look to God. He's our refuge. He's our strength. He's our very present help in time of trouble. Uh, and even the writer there in Psalm 46, he, he discusses the worst natural phenomenon that could happen, that the earth moved, that the mountains crashed into the sea. And he says to the readers, he says, don't fear. He says, God is still in control. God is still the one that's looking after us. He's the one that's still taking care of us. You know, Abigail understood something about that in her story. She understood that there was, that she displayed courage, that things could have turned bad or things could have turned worse. But she made a choice with her attitude and her decisions and what she wanted to do. And that's why she met David on the road that day, to deter the attack that was going to come the, on, on that, this particular story. The whole of Nabal's household would have been killed that, that day had Abigail not stepped in and prevented it by using her intelligence, by simply believing that God could turn a hopeless situation around you know, when Abigail meets David on the road, she simply assures David that God will bring about all that is good. And, and you know, that's what God does in our lives. We may think at the moment because we can't get out to church where people are looking for answers to the questions of what is happening. And some people are blaming God and some people are looking to God. But, but we, have to be, we have to be hopeful this morning and hold on to that assurance. And, and Paul, Paul writes these words in Romans 8 verse 28 when he simply says this, he says, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And Paul understands this in the, the sovereignty of God, in God being in control, the creator of the heavens and the earth and the, the universe, and he knows what's happening. He's looking out for his children. 
There is an individual care that he has for each and every one of us and what's happening to us, God knows about and he's interested in that. Even as a group of people, the magnitude of people, God is interested in, in what's happening at the moment. We're praying and we're believing and we're praying for people to be healed of this awful virus. We're praying for the prevention of this virus spreading, but we are trusting God that we know that God would work this, these things out for his good, for his good. And as we follow him and hold on to him this morning, he says we do that. You know, God always has a plan. And for those listening this morning and for those watching this morning, we, we always must point back to the plan that God has in sending his son, Jesus Christ. He said he sent his son for you and for me because he loves us. And he wants to help us and deal with the issues in our life. And to help us do that, he sent his son to die on the cross so we could be forgiven of our sin. That's why we came and remembered what he'd done at the table. When we took the bread and we took the wine, we're remembering what God has done for us. And, and it was not an easy thing for him to do. He said, it was not an easy thing for God to do because he gave that which was most precious for each and every one of us that are watching this morning. God loves you this morning. He's interested in you this morning. He says he knows everything about you this morning. And he says, in, in, if in you're looking for questions, and if so, and you're looking for answers, and you're looking for explanation, I can only point you to God this morning. Because he has all the answers. He says, and he offers them up to us this morning when he says, I sent my son for you because I love you. And so while we are here this morning and as the team come and join me just back here this morning, I'm going to pray. And as I pray, he says, I'm simply praying for each and every one of you. If we can help in any way, please would you get in touch with us. We have incredible technology today. You can send us a text message. You can contact us through Facebook, email the church. You can phone us. If we can help you in any way, please would you get in touch with us this morning. We look forward to you joining with us once again on Tuesday evening at 8 o'clock where we simply will be praying for everything that is going on. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you this morning. We thank you that we can gather as church this morning. Father, we pray for everyone watching this day, Lord. We pray, Lord, you know each of their situations and circumstances. And we pray, Father God, that whatever their, whatever their burden is this morning, whatever their, their, their desire is this morning, whatever their discomfort is this morning, Lord, whatever is their concern this morning, Lord, we pray for them today. Because, Father, and simply ask that you would answer their prayers today. Father, for those that are watching who don't know you, who don't know your son as their personal saviour, we pray for them today, Lord. And, Father, we thank you that, Father, where things look out of control in the world at the moment, that you are still in control. The Father, where things look hopeless, you are our hope today. Father, where things look insecure, you are our security this morning. And Father, we thank you for that. And we pray that you will just bless us and look after us today. In Jesus' name, amen.